Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best-loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. So today I'm joined by one of Irish television's most dynamic duos. You will know them for their quick wit and humour. Their running commentary over the week's most important telly keeps us highly entertained. What some of you may not realise is that today's guests got married very recently. Dale and Don of Gogglebox Ireland are joining me today to share their love story. Dale and Don, you're so welcome. Thanks for having us. Thank you. <laughs> you're so good for joining me. And for those who don't, who will hear this on a, like a Sunday afternoon or whatever it might be in, a, in the lovely sunshine, we're here on a Tuesday evening after both Dale and Don have finished an intense day at work. So thank you so much for, for, uh, for, putting, the, for putting the elbow grease in. Much appreciated. <laughs> No problem. Has to be done. Has to be done. I know. I know. Look, take us back, right? We'll talk about the wedding in in a bit. But like, how did you how did you guys meet? Well, like most love stories, we caught eyes across the corridor in CIT when we were in college. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, ew, what is that? (laughs) Um, Oh, that's so lovely. Bear in mind, I was definitely hungover this <laughs> greasy yoke walked towards me such a description in a cork jersey and it was a monday it was like there's no match on a monday girl you are right and she's like is this business yeah and i was like ew yeah it is yeah and from then on <laughs> <laughs> ew <laughs> yeah oh god yeah um but yeah we kind of didn't click straight away if anything we're obviously we're quite opposites mm, okay. um but then yeah after a while if you're around someone long enough they kind of grow on you I suppose um and then it was like a, a random night out like college night out and we were like oh you're actually sound um, so obviously yeah we were friends first I suppose and was that in first year of college like did you meet in your first year first year yeah. of college yeah so and, literally very first day and and very first day and did you start like so when did you start going out then uh, well, I was obviously out the night before our first day of college. She meant going out to <laughs> I know, I oh, <laughs> went out for points. I was like, all the time. Um, God, I don't know, actually, when it was... You Sure, you mauled on to me on Paddy's Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was minding my own business, you know. Britney Spears, better work bitch on the background. Um, <laughs> and there's nowhere to hide. <laughs> nowhere to hide, no. Um, a strange one, though, because, like, neither of us had ever been with a girl before. Okay. Um, so it was a first for the two of us. And, and were you both open? Like, did you both know at that stage that you liked women? What? No, no. Well, yeah. I suppose probably had an idea in my own head, I suppose, but like never kind of clarified it. Pursued openly. it or any of that. And then it just kind of happened one night. So you were so there you were kind of, you know, living in your world. You were making great friends. All right. And that was first year of college. And then by Paddy's day, just you just knew that there was an attraction there. Yeah, yeah, something kind of just kind of clicked. It's one of those things that like when there was just this connection that like could never really explain what it was. Pure cheese. Like it was like, more than, it was always more than like friends. It was like there it was there was like a love there already. Yeah. Yeah. Way. yeah. That's cool. um, and then I don't know, yeah, I suppose you get Dutch courage after a few shots of something. You do. And then 
I don't know, yeah, it just kind of happened inside the chambers of all places, which is like a gay bar. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> how, <laughs> how convenient. How, how did this happen? <laughs> it's I mean, like, like, it was like all paths were like guiding you to this. <laughs> you know, like when in Rome, when in the only gay bar, of course. <laughs> oh, stop, of all the bars and all the cities. Um, and tell me, so you started going out then around like Paddy's Day. You, you went through college together. You're in the same course. Like, was that hard or like, because like being in a relationship and in the same class and being very close, like for any couple that is like full on. Well, I suppose the hardest part of it is the fact that we were completely in the closet the whole time. So so, so your the, friends and everything, they didn't know. No, there was there was one friend that we there was kind of like three of us all the time in college. And she was there that night and saw like saw, obviously saw shifting in the corner like. <laughs> Um, so she knew from day one she must have been like, awful put out that the pair of you were off with your little secret click and she's left on the, <laughs> as a third wheel like disgusted with you um so it's it's obviously an odd one but the, how we actually we obviously we came out to a very very close group of friends after a while and yeah. our family but how we actually came out to everyone was the very first episode of Gogglebox they said partners Dale and Dawn and everyone was like what are the animal partners for and then that's how it came out what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so you went from like closet to like yeah. we're out here and yeah. we're yeah, announcing like, it on national television like yeah. essentially obviously like Dale said we did tell like our very close friends and obviously told our parents and stuff um we yeah, are like I was we were so, all getting texts from like cousins and people from work being like um what's going on <laughs> yeah oh my god that is fantastic story so you have this you know massive reveal um uh, from the couch yeah. you know on national television in front of all Ireland and like what was the response like were people just like pure shocked or were they like was it really well received um there was no one negative, a lot of shock, um, really positive kind of feedback. There was one or two people I was asked, I don't, no, I don't think you were, no. I was asked, was it just for the TV? And were we just doing it Jesus. for like, like playing a part it's or whatever? It's a bit extreme for just TV. Yeah. Yeah. I just went, yeah, it's for the TV. And I walked on. I wasn't even like, <laughs> like yeah, completely, was like, literally no point. Um, but yeah, everyone was very positive. I like... I don't think it was a massive shock to a lot of people because we were literally joined to the hip. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people were like, we all, like, there was these two girls that we worked with that were like, we always wanted to be as close as the two of you. And I was like, ha-ha. There you go. <laughs> so, like, you know oh what? my like, God. Everyone knew That's there a great was, story. Where there was one, there was another, like, so it yeah. wasn't a big surprise. And so, like, obviously that you've you've kind of grown up together because going through college is such a, like, a formative time mm. of your life and it's really you kind of start to shape your friendship groups you shape your personality so you've kind of gone on that journey together yeah and like a lot don't stand the test of time going through college let's call a spade a spade it's you know you're so young it's you know it's it's all out there but so so tell me like did you know that early and that young that you were going to be together forever and get married like was there a moment that struck you as as knowing that this was going to happen maybe not in college because like like the fact that it was like our first same-sex relationship it was very kind of up and down mm. um and like any relationship you have your ups and downs so like we and wouldn't really figure thought, yourself out as well yeah it was such a big thing to come to terms with we were kind of figuring ourselves out but like with each other 
like we were both going through the same thing yeah which is kind of nice but like I suppose we never really thought about right I don't know I did talk, talk no, about marriage <laughs> no like I suppose like as Dawn said they're like we didn't have anyone to talk to obviously that was our own doing it wasn't that we were like exiled or anything like that so we from the very beginning we were always very open and honest like I'm feeling this way I'm feeling this way blah blah um but I just always knew that I'd never not know Donnie as such like as in she's always going to be around like so yeah no and but was there a moment even then after college and as you kind of got on with life started living together all that sort of thing did you know like was there one moment where you went like we're going like we're going to get married like that was it do you know um I went off to Milan with work and I was over there for three months and I basically I, I basically ran away like our friends passed away and I just needed like I needed to get out of the country and away from everything and I just thought to myself like I this isn't working you know in my head um so I left <laughs> I ran and um I remember being over in Italy not even that long and I remember just thinking I need to get home. I need to get back home. I had to stay there for three months and I rang you and I was like, yeah. the minute, the day I come home, the day after I come home, I'm telling mom and dad and this is it. Yeah. And that's that, exactly what happened. That's exactly what yeah. happened. Sometimes so that's what you need, isn't it? Just for clarity. Yeah. yeah I yeah. suppose we were in each other's pockets. We probably needed that like break yeah. for us to be like, yeah, look, this is it. Yeah. To think clearly. And so, so coming home, like obviously after being in Milan and you got home, so like when you got home, you, did you straight away tell parents and, and do all of that? Like, how did that go? Um, I told my parents, I said the day after, so it was the day after uh, I came home. There was like an Irish match on it. My match and yeah, told my parents um, and it was just kind of more shock than anything, like what they were, they were fine with it. It was again just a lot of questions, and I I was just like really bashful and embarrassed to even try and answer anything. I was like, stop no. talking to me. Um, and then we slowly started telling our friend group. Um, and yeah. then I would have told my parents afterwards because I'm not from the city; I'm from the countryside. Um, yeah. so I would have would have seen like Dale's parents not a lot more than my own. So I had to wait till like the weekend to go home. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Then I obviously would have told my parents again. Similar enough, a lot of questions, bit of confusion as to why we wouldn't have said it sooner and stuff but like very supportive yeah yeah very lucky I love this and so did you move in together or like have you only just moved in in or no so um I've always wanted to buy a house and sure look I just turned around to Donna I was like it's just gonna be serious now you just have savings we're buying a house um so we didn't live together for probably about two years we just you stayed rented and I stayed in at home and then we bought our house. It's almost, it's three years ago since we bought our house. So really? yeah. yeah. And so tell me, how did, how did the engagement work? Who proposed to who? Or was it like, you know, uh, a joint decision <clears throat> or how did it work? Um, so I proposed to Dale kind of a joint decision because she told me I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, it's like, like shit, get off the pot. I want my ring. <laughs> essentially yeah I want the house want the ring sorted out yeah like, okay um not that I was told when to do it but she was basically like I'm when I'm not proposing so I was like all right fair enough um princess like. saving for our engagement ring is so hard because you're just like because we were saving for a house at the same time I know, it's a killer. and you were paying rent as well 
yeah and I was, I was trying to like save a bit of money on the side like I felt like I was like had like a second fam- family or something I was trying to hide all the money child support over there <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah I went bought the ring brought one of my friends or one of our friends um with me because I was like I can't go myself um she had to mind the ring so I, like, I can't be in the house because Jill's not that you're nosy but you're nosy like um and would definitely come across it some way um and then we went away to Connemara oh, I planned on obviously going away abroad but it just didn't happen I was tapped out at that stage so we stayed <laughs> yeah. we stayed in Ireland you. absolutely fleeced you yeah fleeced me um went to Connemara stayed in this really this like out of the way hotel I had looked it up and I was like grand there's a beach nearby we'll find the beach grand arrived and it was kind of late enough in the evening it was starting to get dark and I then that's when I started to sweat I was like grand in the car journey up and then I was like it's getting really dark need to find the beach couldn't find it got oh, completely geez. lost and I was like god oh, this thing will burn so the ring then was burning a hole in my pocket and I was like oh god I just have to get it, have to get it away from me yeah <laughs> so we found like a little bench and then it just kind of all came out of word vomit Oh. yeah and 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 Dale, did you suspect did you know this was happening like did you know we're going to no but looking back at it I should have known be, like Dawn literally falls asleep in the car as you pull out of the drive and yet she was awake and talking the whole journey up so I was like that's bad um and then when we got to the hotel um I was like I, I was unpacking and Dawn was like what's wrong with you I was like what do you mean what's wrong with she's like you haven't gone to the toilet yet and I was like <laughs> Sorry, what? Subtle. So she was like, you're so dehydrated. You're not going to the toilet. And I was like, what the hell? So she kind of peer pressured me into the toilet. So I went into the bathroom. I was like, I don't even need to pee. Like, why am I here? And obviously she was taking the ring out of the suitcase, but like tried to be subtle about it. I was like, get oh, out of the Jesus. room. Um, and then when we went for the walk, um, she was just like frantically looking around the place. And I was like, are you looking for a good Insta pic or what's the story? I was like, that looks kind of cute. Or there's a bench up there. She's like, there's a bench. And she just like <laughs> absolutely marched over. And I was like, the lighting's really bad here. Like, this isn't going to be good. And then she was like, and then when we were sitting there as well, I was like, I hate these beaches. Like, it's just like stones. Oh like, gosh. why would it be a beach? Like, it's more L- like, all that effort you break in your absolute backside. And yeah. this <laughs> is what you get. <laughs> nothing in life is easy do you know what I mean um and as I said to her like I'm sure she said lovely things but she just got down on one knee and I was like what is going on white noise white <laughs> noise you were so overcome with all of the all of the setting and so obviously you said yes yeah and so what was the first thing you did when you when you confirmed took an unflattering photo yeah <laughs> took one or two instances and um, no, like Donna said, she'd asked my dad. So um, we like obviously it was like bawling, few kisses. Uh, took a few photos where Don's face isn't even in it. I was like, "Have you seen my rock?" And then um, Facetime my mom, and she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh, well, let me show you the hotel room." And I was like, "Where's Dad?" So my dad like ran in and. I showed her and so she screamed the house down Aww. and my dad's like I'm not paying for it and then next thing my mother slow turned her head and she's like you knew and he's like of course I knew and then they started killing each other because she he didn't tell her fair and you're like okay you're wrecking the buzz going by yeah. <laughs> fair play because not every dad can keep it in like they really struggle with it like yeah Jesus and so was it long after you told family 
and you kind of enjoyed your trip away and everything. Did you jump right into planning? Like, did you have an idea of what you wanted or did you take a few weeks or what way did it work? Um, I think we did kind of take a few weeks yeah. just to just kind of be in the little bubble. Um, and then obviously we just wanted to celebrate with like friends and family and stuff. So yeah. we had uh, an engagement party. And then it was only after Christmas, I think, we actually booked. We properly started booking stuff. But obviously that was coming into lockdown then as well yeah so you were doing all that so you you did all the celebration you got that out of the way pre-covid and then you had booked a few of the things and then covid hit see like i i just think honestly everything kind of fell into our lap in a way because we um went to see a few different venues one or two venues in the january and Mm -hmm. then we kind of settled on our venue which was vienna woods and then yeah, yeah and we Paid our deposit on that um, the last week of January. And then it was, I think we had that booked and we had nothing else booked. Like everyone's like, who's your flowers? Like, who's in your makeup? Who's yeah. in your cake? And we were like, oh, we've nothing, we've nothing, we've nothing. We just, so you just we booked the, the venue. venue. Yeah. yeah. And then um, we went into lockdown and we were in lockdown for the two weeks in inverted commas that we were supposed to be in lockdown. And then yeah. I just remember turning to Dawn and I was like, because I was clung to your Instagram the whole way through this well. um, because I think our, any other bride that was in that situation as well was yeah. like we needed some guidance yeah, someone yeah to that break down like, all the information because it was yeah, so confusing yeah it was too formal it was just we just I just needed you to be like we're okay for October <laughs> but um it just I just got to remember turning to Dawn and being like this is this is going to last a little longer. bit longer. We need to start um, really booking. So then it was difficult, like booking a band and only seeing like one see clip them. on YouTube. Yeah, booking. We booked our photographer before lockdown. It was actually the week, the weekend before lockdown. Yeah, it was like one of the last wedding, um, winners. wedding fairs. Yeah, we actually saw him in person. We and, were and, uh, do you yeah. mind me asking? Like, did you ha- was your did you have an original date that would have been impacted by COVID, or did you no. have it booked two years out? I had a structure. Yeah. Okay. So you were kind yeah. of because you weren't was, completely restricted. You, no, you, no, you had minor it was kind restrictions. Of perfect, if anything. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so so you got in. So there. So you've got kind of the, the really important some of the date the date sensitive things. You, you got yeah, that yeah. booked right. So that's a big relief because so many were trying to book venues virtually. So you're yeah. so lucky you had that and you had your photographer and you just got him by the skin of your teeth as well. So then. Yeah you're in the middle of a pandemic and you're going, okay, we're getting married in two years time or a year and a half. So like that, you're trying to book a band. You're looking at one YouTube clip. Like, yeah. How did that planning process go for you? It was so stressful. I mean, I suppose as well, another thing that like, I think everyone kind of skipped past is we were on the pub payment as well. So our Jeez. budget went from, well, I always said that there was no budget. There's no point in breaking a budget, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, we went from like a fixed amount that we had agreed that we'd save for the wedding every month to, you know, like not the uncertainty of the simple fact that like food shops increased. We were at home. We were constantly yeah. eating at home. Our heating yeah. bills were going up because we were yeah. at home and the house is cold. So and it was it was weird because we were booking things and like our flower you don't even know if you can commit to pay for those yeah yeah like our florist in fairness she only took a 50 euro deposit because so many brides had to like postpone and move and things like that so it was small things like that and trying to save for those deposits um on reduced wages was a big yeah deposits clock up 
They, they do. do. They yeah. really do. And I think people that's forget that. that. Like, when someone book, when someone gets engaged and people are like, who's doing this? And do you have this book? There's this book. You don't think about the fact that the five things you might call out is five grand straight yeah, five away. five grand's worth of deposits. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. It was, it was stressful. Um, and then it was like relying heavily on like, you know, like Instagram, like finding people off Instagram and then waiting for people to like email you back. And then and I they could be shut down and they yeah, were feeling crap. So small. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it was then like, you're, you're hearing about little, little things like wedding bands end up splitting up or breaking up. You're like, what happens to our band? And like, you have to come up with like alternatives in case yeah. something falls through. Like, mm. And you see, this is the thing. And I suppose the other part of it was as well. It was like, you know, like if you had to move your date, like if you had to push it out, how would that affect what you've already got booked? Were the, yeah. Would there be issues with that? Like there was just this constant cycle of of, of worry the whole way through. Did, did you feel like it was just because, you know, the, the wedding planning process is meant to be lovely. Obviously, there's going to mm. be stress points within it because it's a lot of money and you're catering for a lot of different tastes and you want it to be right. But did you find it was like at any stage just pure overwhelming or or anything like 100%. that? And I think as well, we had um, one of our bridesmaids was supposed to get married September in September 2020. So we were kind of bouncing <clears throat> off each other of like her being like, my hotel saying this what's your hotel saying and like you know she would get stressed because her date was closer than I would in turn get stressed yeah, and you're she feeding up, off that stress yeah so she yeah. ended up moving her date and yeah it was just it was very it was way, I think definitely way more stressful than it would have normally been because mm. of the fact as well there was a period of time where we were just at home and we were just like constantly looking at cakes constantly looking at like invitations you know so you just kind of became very overwhelmed with it all and not knowing whether you're going to get the day you wanted as well yeah because you know that constant flux the only thing is that we had said kind of from the beginning that regardless of what way the restrictions were we weren't changing our date yeah and there were six people you were going for yeah Yeah. because like there were so many people we knew that had changed it like twice if not three times and I was like we can't do that like yeah, yeah you, you put yourself through that torture yeah. it's, it's, it's so a killer we kind of came to that agreement at the very very, very start, start yeah. so when when it was going from six to 25 back to six that didn't phase us okay because that was killing a lot of people yeah that was really now, upsetting them of course it would a little bit because it's obviously you'd want to invite the whole world or whatever like to your big day but like it was just something we had agreed on yeah. regardless yeah <clears throat> and and that's it so you 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 start you got married at like probably the most optimal time in the pandemic yeah. obviously now there's no restrictions but yeah at your given time there was no restrictions on numbers it was like no it was 100, 100. it was 100 for yourself yeah. I was trying to remember but it was a lot of a better scenario than oh, yeah ideal like previous to that with the 50 and the 25 so yeah. tell me what was the lead up what was those few days like in the lead up to the day did you get to enjoy them or did you still feel that kind of that kind of overwhelm um <laughs> I decided I was going to make everything for the wedding oh, actually yeah. oh right okay so I was gonna be like, that's, no, a, good, that's a good last minute thing to decide that. yeah so I bought a cricket machine I would just say to any brides out there that's like oh like no I had said to myself make sure everything that you wanted to make um have it done in advance and we had things done in advance and it was great and it's lovely some things but I decided to make the seating plan 
um, out of so acrylic that I spray painted, I frosted the back of it and then add this acrylic on top of it. Long story short, it was the day before the wedding, two days before the wedding and I had four girls here trying to get all the stickers. Bear in mind, two oh of them are bridesmaids. One person was actually a friend that just called to drop off a bottle of Prosecco that Dale then roped in <laughs> to, to sticking stuff. Like, it's like, hi, thank you. Can you please yeah. do some work now? Normally yeah. it's like, do you want me for a cup of tea? Come on, you're coming in to do some work. Like, she was, she enjoyed it. She said she had a great time. It was fear. Your face. Yeah. Behind your um, back, it's a very different story. She's it is. Fuming. And it, it was, it was stressful, you know, like stressing over like what to pack. We had like, we couldn't book a honeymoon because the restrictions kept changing. So we had to book somewhere really last minute just to go away for the week. Did so you get like, abroad or did you stay at home? Yeah, we went to Tenerife. Tenerife yeah. Lovely. Um, but still don't know if we're actually going to end up going on a honeymoon, like a big, big honeymoon in the end because of the way restrictions keep changing. And then um, it was the day, day before the wedding. I went and got my nails done. I decided I'd make one more sign. Just made it. Happy days. I'm really relaxed. And then all of a sudden, this like thing came over Dawn's face and I could see it was starting to kick in a small bit. Driving to the hotel, happy as Larry. And then I was grand then. Day the wedding, cool calm collected and your one turned into Bridezilla the day of the wedding. I didn't turn into Bridezilla. It was just to be swapped roles. <laughs> <laughs> she transferred. You had deluded offloaded so much. You just put all of the weight of the world yeah. on board. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about the day. So tell <laughs> us about the, the, the detail. So it was in Vienna Woods, which is so beautiful in Cork. It's a real beautiful family run uh, yeah. country house hotel. Tell yeah. us about that. Um, it was we stayed. This is something I'd really recommend to people is like we stayed the night before, um, and we stayed apart. But we had a dinner the night before because we had six bridesmaids, three each. But we like never really kind of expensive, like it can be. be. I just think you have to be smart about it, like like don't just. I mean, there's no point in getting 300 euro bridesmaid dresses you know when they're never going to be worn again so be a bit smarter with what you are picking for people like you know we I won't say we were robbed when it came to them at all because we just we were we just kind of kept an eye out for things but we had a dinner the night before with our bridesmaids and our bridesmen so that's like the photo you see on our instagrams all of the bridesmaids boyfriends so we call them our bridesmen and then our our families as well and then whatever a handful of people who are traveling yeah so whatever guests that came from out of town we asked them to go for dinner as well so they got to meet everyone so on the day of the wedding it wasn't a you know like they weren't on the road that no one knows yeah 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 um that was actually lovely it was really relaxed and like had a few drinks afterwards um don had car cans so <laughs> so obviously at that stage there was there was restrictions so the Par, the bar closed at was 11, 11 o'clock something was last right. call yeah you were booted out um, yeah. so Dale went to bed well I told her to go to bed um, and then I was like okay look I'll go to bed as well and one of the lads shot up and he was like no he was like come on so and I was like why, what are we doing and it was me two of my sisters who were bridesmaids um, it was a third bridesmaid actually and then all the like bridesmen the bridesmen that were there all went up <laughs> Out, God, yeah, I wasn't even know about this. Went out, <laughs> went out to the car park, and he literally opened the boot of his car, and we stood outside for about two and a half hours, maybe more. Drinking cans, drinking cans. cans. Yeah, have it you was ever pure heard like that? bushing back in the day, like someone put on proper, tunes on their phone. Proper, 
love that proper order I love that yeah. total teenagers I love yeah. that which is lovely and so tell me then the morning of like how did you wake up were you like did you like, were you <laughs> how did we wake up John how did well, you I wasn't up? with you how did you wake up though so I <laughs> I either didn't set an alarm <gasps> either slept through my alarm or turned my alarm off I'm still very unsure because you were I, still drunk yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I woke up to my sisters banging on my because I slept alone. I didn't have anyone with me. Woke up to them banging on the hotel door, being like, "Come on, like wake up!" And I was like, "Oh my god!" So I literally let them in, like to go in for a shower, like straight away. So that was not a great start. The sheer <laughs> panic of that. <laughs> like, whereas I woke up, my alarm went off, and um, birds were flying around. Beauty. <laughs> yeah, went, like... went for a shower, moisturized my body. I brought um wax melts with me so my house so the room smelt nice so I had my wax melt burning <laughs> I, I was just like this is the this day sensory experience where oh the- yeah yeah like, <laughs> on the I, other hand on the other hand yeah. whereas I was running around underneath her like downstairs below panic like, trying to gather my belongings she like, didn't even know where her knickers was she was so panicked like oh, you know what I mean Jesus so, and so like I presume you pulled it together and you, <laughs> oh, <did> you? <laughs> you made it on time yeah and so tell me what was what was the setup you did for the aisle did you how, how was your people always ask me about this particularly with same-sex couples what's the protocol like I say there's no protocol you do whatever yeah. you want when it comes to the aisle what did you what did you ladies do so the brides went, went as normal and then Dawn went down the aisle first with her dad and waited at the end of the aisle for myself and my dad and the hotel was so good they made sure that we were like completely kept so you apart. didn't see each like, other before no, no no amazing like we didn't know what each other was wearing like she could have come down in a tutu or like I don't I wouldn't have no known idea. but hold um, on right because this to me now <laughs> right this would be made now I know both of you have to have different styles but what if in the off chance the same dress what would you do we had a bit of well, like, similarities. I actually. won't say I know, but we went to um we booked some dress places, and they obviously knew that we were both getting dresses. Okay. And one place in particular that we won't name kept dropping hints about Dawn's potential dress from that place, and I was like, "Stop talking!" So I always knew it would be they'd be different, but I had an idea of what Dawn's dress would look like. Yeah. Whereas, like. See, to me, Dawn is quite girly, but like to everyone else, they'd like, oh, she's definitely going to wear like a jumpsuit or a pantsuit, whereas like she's not like, so I knew she was going to be wearing a big enough dress. Yeah. But I did think the top of it would be different. But like if we had the same dress now, you know. It would have happened. So I would have been fuming. I would have been fuming. <laughs> now, <laughs> Stop the day. It's ruined. <laughs> Jail's mum. Yeah. Had seen both. We had one person. Okay, so to, to calm the situation just in case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and tell me actually, and we'll come back to we'll come back to the to, to the day, the process of buying the dress. Was that really like like you know, like I could imagine that for me, I would have been like, Well, you can't have this sort of style because I like those no. features. No, you both no, were like, no. no, no, because I even think I went to um I I had uh, in my head what type of dress I'd like. And it was, you know, Hayley Page. I was like, oh my God, I love her dresses. Like they'll look, I'm going to look unreal. And then, and then 
I put one on and I was like, ew, take this off me. Do you know? So I knew from watching copious amounts of say yes, the dress that you don't end up buying. Which makes you an expert. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. You don't end up buying what you pictured. But like, I will say though, when I went into Diamond Bridal, they tried every dress on me. Oh, they're so good in there. I kept turning my head and I was like, can I try that one on? And they're like, oh, we'll try (laughs) out one more. And I was like, okay. And I quote, but can I try on that one and the minute I came out and I was like this is it <laughs> oh I love Diamond Grace is so lovely she's so patient yeah. oh that's brilliant oh god is she what <laughs> I know and did both of you get your dress from Diamond Bridal no um, where did you so get I got yours mine from Cinderella's closet oh yeah so up the road well not too far from each other are they yeah not too far, yeah, yeah. yeah okay very good and so so okay so let's go back to the day sorry I I I completely lost track I get so caught up in the dresses so you walk up the aisle both dads give each other away and so what sort of ceremony did you have we had a spiritual yeah spiritual spiritual ceremonies lovely yeah so we did um we just I suppose the best thing about our one is that like everyone knows us as like absolute pure not her yeah. so the how it opened was carl the, the woman who um officiated it told a story each that we had sent to her about each other and they were both very 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 funny stories so it made everything really relaxed um because th- we're not particularly religious people mm. um we did the um a box ceremony so we put a bottle of prosecco um, letters to each other and the paper and one of our bridesmen the paper from that day so one of our bridesmen's got some of the guests to sign the paper for us oh, as well so lovely so that's all in yeah, the so box the box is meant to basically be she does this whole they did this whole spiel of like you go through good times and bad times like sometimes you have a fight or whatever so the box is meant to be used if you're going through either a rough patch or when you hit a certain milestone like yeah. maybe like a 30th anniversary or whatever or you take yeah. it in the box you open it up and it just gives yeah. you the warm fuzzy feeling yeah yeah so good. either one or the other so and like, then we did if, the if, hand like factor. do you know in your house right so if you dale if you saw dawn and she's like you've had like had a little bit of a tiff and there's there's dawn with the box grinding her teeth looking in you know exactly <laughs> she's having to bring it back <laughs> <laughs> she's having to rezone <laughs> the box is kind of dangerous I'm not gonna lie yeah, like yeah. if I caught you with I, the I box I'd be like what's going on why are you looking at the box what did I do <laughs> see John's afraid of the attic stairs so if she does make it up to the attic to bring the box down <laughs> some serious shit's going down <laughs> you just know you're in trouble oh yeah, my god yeah. I love it um sorry I digressed again sorry so you had <laughs> beautiful box ceremony and that was your mark of of union together and you, did you do that all in Vienna Woods did you have the ceremony there yeah so we did the hand fastening as well the so ribbons. We, we got our bridesmaids to do ribbons for us as well but we had it in the ballroom so we actually got the ballroom um we got like, like an indoor marquee kind of like a, a middle section of the ballroom with the curtains <laughs> and the lights and then we had said to our florist like I was like, I wanted to look like you are kind of like walking through a wild garden. So there was just oh, literally flowers yeah. everywhere. And who is the florist? Um, uh, the floral vine. She doesn't oh, actually yeah. have um, a her own like shop. She, she doesn't have her house. Yeah. yeah. And I, if she was unreal. If we yeah, had, so we showed her 
we showed her our dresses so she was able to kind of put hints of each other's colors mm. into the, our bouquets without the other person knowing obviously oh. but um yeah so it was just it was like so magical and then everyone went out for the drinks reception when they came back it was a totally different room which was just it's amazing what they can do isn't it oh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. And so did you have did like obviously you, you were you had time restrictions on how late you could party yeah. and do all of that. You had your band. Did you pull your band forward a little bit so you got more? Yeah. Out yeah. Of yeah. So our ceremony was at half one, but it was yeah. only like a half an hour. Oh, yeah, give or take. Um and then it was like straight into the drinks reception, which like our wedding date was the second of October and if looking at the photos you would have thought it was like July in it was like the warmest yeah. yeah it was yeah. the warmest day it was it was I think we had checked the weather forecast and it was supposed to be a pissing rain yeah and we woke up the sun was out like the entire day started Love it. so um everyone was outside which was like also great for anyone who was a bit nervy about COVID and then um we had our dinner an hour earlier and you know we were all like yeah great with the lovely speeches come on wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> and because um, music was so important to us obviously yeah. like the food and stuff but we just wanted like and the drinks yeah obviously but <laughs> it's just um it's just the fact that like at that stage we hadn't been out yeah so it's like everyone's like first night out they're all like wild animals like yeah and how so, did everybody uh, feel because covid and up dancing and mingling like how did people feel was like did you forget about it were you able to forget yeah about yeah, yeah I think everyone was fine like a lot of people that we had a lot of friends that kind of would annoy each other anyway so there was no like kind of hesitation between them I suppose because like like you trust your friends faster than a random or which is kind of funny to say but like that's mm-hmm. kind of you know there wasn't unnecessary people at it yeah. and I think the only kind of inkling that when we were in the ballroom that COVID was the thing is the numbers on the tables like one yeah. or two tables had four people on it but the rest had like six yeah yeah that was the it only makes kind a difference of like, doesn't it yeah yeah no and it was a big difference as well from you know when you have 100 guests but you have 14 tables to dress you're kind of like for god's sake I know <laughs> I know it just adds on and so tell me who did you have for your band we had the old moderns okay so, so they're cork based and they were absolutely fantastic yeah. the yeah. whole like there was relatives that we thought wouldn't move their arse and they were like up dancing to yeah, them, like, so even, like, if you think about like my father now for example he's, he's 74 yeah so like if it's someone that's gonna accommodate for someone who's in their 30s and their 70s it's the one thing he said he's like they were absolutely outstanding so yeah that's what so you good. want isn't it yeah. it's just yeah. you just want that balance for everyone and i'd say because it was such a novelty to actually get out. I'd say people were like, we take, you know, like we take anything on a dance floor because it's just such a lovely thing to experience, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, so y- you had this really lovely day. Um, you had a little bit of a res- restriction on it, but nothing that held you back. Um, <sighs> you've now come out the other end. So, yeah. you know, like, what was it before you got married? Was there something in particular about marriage that you thought would bring to the relationship? Like, what was it about the concept of marriage that was so important to you that you felt you had to get married or you wanted to get married? I suppose, like, there's an element of when you are a same sex couple of the fact that, um, and my brother did a, a kind of a, a, a reading, a reading that reflected it that, you know, you know, at one stage, it for one stage it was illegal to be 
you know, gay. And then it's also at one stage it was illegal or it wasn't legal for us to get married. So for first off for us to have the um to be legally recognized as a couple, you know, like Dawn's my wife, you know, <clears throat> then things like that. That's also that's very important to us. But I just think that we've always known that we'd always be together. So, you know, like it's just it it's nice. I look at my mom and dad's relationship and I know yeah. that they're married and that, that they're in love and things like that. And your parents are married longer as well. Like, so it was, it was to have that for ourselves as well, you know? Yeah. Lovely. And is there like, you know, and I think there is that thing that, you know, there's kind of that feeling of when you get married, it's kind of like, there's, there's kind of, I suppose that feeling that you're definitely together. Like there's, you're hundred yeah. <laughs> percent, you know, there's no, there's no escaping it. You can relax into it that little bit more. The security is really nice to have. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously, when when you're talking about getting married to someone you obviously know like you want it to be forever or whatever but um there is just something extra nice to say that you have a, a, a wife or a husband yeah. or whatever depending on the person it's a like, just, feeling. yeah yeah like it, it does like some people say well there's no difference it's just a piece of paper and blah 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 but like when you actually do get married the it, it's like as if the feeling has like grown like you think you're like yeah. in love with someone as much as you could be in love with them and then you get married and it's like as if it's triple triples it's it's a really like surreal feeling yeah and, and now you've got this new chapter like so it's kind yeah. of like you yeah. know there's now another person that you definitely have to consider in every decision going forward <laughs> you know um tell me this um and you know a lot of couples you know up until they get married they don't have conflict and all this sort of thing but you know obviously you're together such a long time so and you've grown up together and you've had your 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 kind of your your moments etc like do you like how do you both handle conflict in your in your relationship I think we're fairly good <laughs> we don't have any conflicts we're perfect um, <laughs> of course. no I think we've, we've always kind of been fairly good for just coming straight out yeah there's no yeah. point our faces don't really hide much anyway and like being female the hormones are obviously very high <laughs> so like regardless you're going to find out if you've done something wrong yeah um yeah. and even, even if you haven't done something wrong but yeah you're just there at the right time <laughs> um we've always had that rule even when we first started going out that we would never go to bed angry because it means you're going to wake up angry so even if yeah it could be something very small you can't go to bed angry because it's not it's not fair on the other person because yeah. you're waking up the following morning and then being like did you have a bad dream about me and now you're mad or did I do something stupid? Did I do something stupid? Um, We've always been very open and honest. If there's something that's annoying us. Yeah. 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 And I love that. Um, Do you have, like, do you have time that you set aside every week or every month where it's just like, you really focus on making time for each other or have like, you know, make a particular effort to make sure that like from a relationship point of view that you're growing and you're doing, you know doing your best for each other or are you two just like completely go with the flow you're joined at the hip anyway and you don't really need do you know what to be perfectly honest now um we came back from like our time off from um the wedding into like november and for the jobs that we're in it went from november december to january it's just been absolutely tearing yeah and i will say that i saw dawn on christmas day it was probably (laughs) when i saw her and i was like wow look who it is yeah. um just from like how busy our schedules are 
but it is like we we've just went to Dublin for the weekend um just because we were like we're yeah. off we need to see each other you know yeah. so we are trying to make an effort but like you it's just about making the effort exactly that because we uh, our jobs are the same but different and we're constantly on different schedules to each other yeah. so it's just small things like even like you know valentine's is coming up and we've made each other cards the past couple of years so we made an agreement last night that we were making cards and instead of like because again with work i'm in work incredibly early the next morning we're going to do um do you ever see that challenge where you're like buy something that reminds you like the color that reminds you of your partner so it'd be like something like, blue or whatever do you know or like that. yeah so we did that during one of the lockdowns yeah. we went to tesco's and like bought like her i would buy her favorite drink she bought my favorite drink and then we pulled it out at the same time so small fun things like that just yeah to remind each other that we like each other i suppose <laughs> <laughs> and you're not sick of each other yet yeah. <laughs> and i love that i really love that idea i might take that one on myself um <laughs> So tell me, so you've come out the other end, you're now on your next chapter, you're getting married, you're, you're finding your way through all of that. To couples who have just got engaged, um, maybe I'll ask this in, in, in two ways. So to, for couples in general that have just got engaged and they are now facing their wedding planning um, process, what, first of all, what advice would you give them, but also to same-sex couples who it's not a very straightforward easy ride all the time because I suppose a lot of the the wedding industry is set up as a very much like male female kind of you know couple thing can you can you give some advice on both of those points um I suppose for the same-sex couple things I would just say don't take don't take things so personally yeah um you know the amount of times that like we've literally sent emails back and forth or even like speak spoken to people who own like shops at wedding fairs and when they're constantly asking like and um, what are the grooms I'm wearing and what about the groom and you're like but there's no groom we just need two dad suits yeah you it's know? not like not, I, I assume a lot of them it's not meant to come across as offensive it's it just, is just a learning curve yeah, like, Ireland is still learning it, yeah it's, yeah it's autopilot as well to be honest for when you know like when you're in the wedding industry and like someone comes up says I'm looking for suits obviously you're going to say oh a groom and how many do you know so it's just about like um a bit of a learning curve and getting out of that autopilot like so maybe don't t- take things too seriously um but do kind of look into your vendors as well because like if you do end up getting a vendor that doesn't we say support you then you shouldn't support them yeah which is just something very and did small you come across like, a lot of that no, no to be fair um like I think especially in that the wedding community they have to be kind of on love is love that's yeah, you know, the and yeah. this isn't yeah we didn't come across anyone no. really that was like it was just a lot like a lot of it, like looking for suits it was asking about the groom whereas we yeah, were just kind of for like, our dads yeah, yeah just innocence but, really on it yeah yeah, yeah. Nothing, no badness nothing, yeah we came across no one that was yeah um and then for like i suppose for just like couples in general who've just gotten engaged is like block out everyone else's opinion because that was on either for their day or for what they would want for their for themselves I mean like if you want to wear a black wedding dress and have everyone turn up in pink you know then you do that it's your day um Instagram was our best friend for finding people because if you just kind of go off like you know google it's going to send up the top people who might be the most expensive or they might like 
mightn't be as talented whereas like from like doing deep dives into Instagram you find these absolutely mm. amazing people really creative and because, people yeah yeah and because they're smaller businesses as well they're going to give you you their heart and soul you're not just another number you yeah. know on their book you know they're you're one of their pals that's getting married like there's only know? one thing as well we were giving advice I can't remember who, one of one of our friend of ours celebrate absolutely everything like if you booked a photographer let's just say like having a glass of wine at home and celebrate oh, the fact you've done that yeah and like if you've gotten your green folder obviously have a glass of wine have a celebration like you celebrate like it should be a celebration your yeah, engagement all those, is meant to be yeah a build up to that big day so like celebrate everything you kind of do until the day you actually get married mm. and you see there's no other moment in your life where you actually get away with blue murder like like if you think about it obviously you've got your your home and everything like that you're not having a drink every time you get your boiler serviced are yeah. you like yeah exactly. a wedding you really get to just pull the piss like yeah, yeah. Or like we book decor god champagne <laughs> again you know like get that takeaway like don't be like holding back like you know if you don't drink get have a chocolate bar you know like yeah. don't be saying like oh can't, can't do that now to wait for the wedding or like no 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 yeah you have to live as well you really do yeah 100 yeah i love that advice that's really good practical honest yeah. advice and i really appreciate it ladies thank you so much for for joining me and sharing your your very open and honest story you can of course see both dale and don on gogglebox and of course on their social media channels and i will have them tagged when i release this so you can um you can follow them there and you can have a good snoop at their wedding pictures because they're <laughs> up and they both look absolutely stunning so thank you so much thank you so much for Thanks having us, for having us. Thanks for listening to Real Weddings with Sarah. Thanks to producer Ruth Devaney, voiceover extraordinaire Phil Colley, and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle. Join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life. Until then, you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels. 